Cafe podcast. My name is Kavya and I'm your host and this is episode 19. Very exciting, almost at 20. I'm very excited to talk about this week's topic. It's a little bit different just in the sense that I'm not tackling just one thing itself. I'm kind of covering uh, one thing kind of uh, in the perspective of multiple other things, so kind of a collection of things, if that makes sense, which you could probably gather from the title as well as the little description that I provide for every episode. Um, so we're going to be talking about a couple different things this episode, which I'm very excited about because I haven't done anything in this kind of format before, so hopefully it goes well. Um, I mean, I guess obviously I have a script here, so it should be fine, but I'm excited. Before we get into all of that, of course, I'm going to let you all know that you should go ahead and hit the follow button. That would be amazing. You can also go ahead and hit the notification bell just so you can get updated every time I post, which is Fridays at 5 p.m. EST, which is my time, obviously. (laughs) So... Yeah, and of course, also now I can put this out there, you are also welcome to go follow the TikTok. You can also check the bio of the podcast itself. Um, There's a link tree just filled with so many different links to several different things that I have online. I have my TV time, so you can kind of, it's the best way to really keep up with what I'm watching in real time, just because I'm super... um, What's the word? I guess I'm, I'm, I'm super into like the organization of it all. So I update it constantly every time I go through more stuff. So it's the best way to keep up with what I'm doing at the exact moment in terms of TV. And then of course my letterbox is there if you are curious about the movies I'm watching. Um, I like to review everything as I watch it. Of course that doesn't always happen. But again it's like very accurate in terms of everything I've seen. Um, my Goodreads is there, again, keeping up with real time if you would like to know what I'm reading at the moment, and of course, links to, you know, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, any of that other good stuff. And I do want to go ahead and preface this because, uh, I don't think everybody knows the Twitter is my stand Twitter, so, you know, following it, you'll kind of just see my persona over there, and I say persona, it's literally just me, but... Just kind of, you know, my interactions with different people there. I feel like it's a fun way to kind of see my opinions just as they come to my brain and as I do tend to tweet just whatever I'm thinking. So go ahead. All of those links are available in the link tree in my bio. So go ahead, do that, have fun there. And yeah, so without further ado, sorry, that was like a three minute intro today. I can like see the time just going up by the seconds and that was three minutes but it's okay because we are now going to be getting into this week's topic which is essentially looking at the mcu the disney plus original mcu shows of 2021 we're specifically going to be looking at hawkeye because that was the one that came out the most recently however we are going to be talking about wandavision falcon and the winter soldier and loki as well since those were all mcu disney plus originals that came out in 2021 Um, I really wanted to get the chance to talk about it, but I I didn't know when exactly I would do it. Obviously, I didn't have the podcast up and running when WandaVision first premiered in January of 2021, and I could be wrong with these dates. I think 
maybe I had just missed it or my podcast had just started by the time Falcon and the Winter Soldier was ending. And then Loki did air when I had my podcast running. However, uh, just with the sheer amount of content from different things that were coming out at the time, it was hard for me to uh, record an episode. And that's something that I've kind of learned now is just that I consume so much media, which means there's consistently things coming out, which means I'm going to have to pick and choose sometimes, and sometimes that means things that I really am very interested in just aren't going to get its own recorded episodes, um, and that's just the way it is, or some things are just going to have to be pushed. Like, obviously, it's, you know, February now, and um, Hawkeye finished in December, but it is the way it is. I had a pretty stacked lineup, um, you know, the last month, so I wasn't able to get to it. I did, however, really want to do this episode because I was like, you know what, if I can't give each of them their own individual episode, I would love to just do a collective one and talk about my opinions with all four of these shows as well as how I compare them, how I feel about them in relation to the MCU, as well as kind of where I think they stand um, with the movies, and just also talking about Disney Plus's structure a little bit, specifically in terms of Marvel, since this is a Marvel episode, but, you know, probably touching on a couple other things about Disney Plus's structure and their originals. So I'm actually going to go from beginning to end. Um, So we're going to actually start with WandaVision, and I don't want to entirely give away all my opinions on the ranking, but I feel like the way I talk about all four of these shows is going to make it very obvious, but it's okay. So let's start with WandaVision. I absolutely loved WandaVision. There was kind of a mixed opinion in my household because I... sorry, was a huge, huge, huge fan of it. I was very enthralled with it from beginning to end. I know a lot of people were turned off by the first or second episode um, just because the sheer amount of weirdness that took place. It wasn't as straightforward of a concept as usual MCU movies, TV shows, different media is. Uh, It was very roundabout. We were in a new setting, obviously. We were literally just kind of in this alternate, uh, it, it very much looked like this alternate universe almost, and it felt very, you know, different in terms of just the way it was structured compared to anything we'd seen from Marvel before. And from that aspect, that is something I really appreciated about WandaVision. It was definitely the most unique thing we'd ever seen Marvel do. I've never even seen them do anything even remotely, uh, you know, in the same capacity. I'd never see them try to tackle some of those more creative standpoints, I guess you could say. Like, it was quite astounding just to be able to witness that. Um, but yeah, it was it was amazing. The cinematography of that show was absolutely beautiful. And I think one of the main flaws that a lot of not just Marvel shows, but DC shows have is simply because they're shows and they run on networks. The budget for them isn't as high. But these shows being um, obviously Disney Plus originals, there was a lot more money that went into it. Um, and obviously you could kind of tell there was more people involved, the bigger crew, like they had the long credits at the end. It very much felt like each time you tuned into an episode of any of these shows you were sitting through uh you know um a movie a marvel movie which is something i really really appreciated just as a viewer um because it felt a lot more connected to these stories that we were all so into um so that is something 
that I absolutely loved about WandaVision. You know, you could really tell there was a lot of time and effort that went into it, and obviously the cinematography was beautiful. I thought it had one of the best story progressions we'd ever seen from Marvel. Everything that led up to the finale was so perfectly crafted. I think it was so well written. I thought it was so well executed. I think every actor involved in the process did such an incredible job. They did an amazing job tying in Monica and kind of including uh, some of these external components that we wouldn't have thought to have been included within Wanda and Vision's life. Um... I think it was so important to tackle Wanda's grief, just considering she is one of the more emotional characters in the MCU. So I think it was only natural, and I feel like she's the only character within the MCU that this storyline, I guess, would have made sense to have come from. And I think it's so important that they did tackle something like this, just because, like I said, it's so different. Like, this is not like anything marvel has ever done before and i can really appreciate something like that and i can really look back and be like wow so i just thought it was perfectly executed i loved every component of it and something i also really appreciated about these shows is there's a way for all these stories to continue out for example in wandavision um the way it ends and everything we know that the stories of Wanda and then obviously her kids being taken away we know all of that is going to be resolved or not necessarily resolved but continued we're going to continue exploring these stories within um the doc the next Doctor Strange movie which is of course Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness and of course at the end of uh No Way Home Spider-Man No Way Home we saw the trailer for it um which was released which was very cool so all of that can be expected and i really love how they're tying that in because WandaVision is ultimately a limited series and sometimes i can really appreciate appreciate limited series for what they are um because i love WandaVision but i don't know uh how they would have fared with having multiple seasons i think it playing out within the movies is perfect and the show kind of giving it a chance to be explored a little bit more as well as wanda's character being explored a little bit more like i think that was entirely the point of it and quite honestly perfect so i i really loved wandavision i loved everything about it um i think the emmys like it it didn't get (laughs) the emmys it deserved i was genuinely upset Um, I obviously agree that Ted Lasso and The Crown kind of sweeping last year made a lot of sense considering they were both incredible projects, but just as someone who was also a fan of WandaVision, it would have been really nice to see them win at least a couple things, Um, but it's okay, you know, the story is going to be continued. I also thought it was a fun villain, Um, obviously for me at least it was predictable but that's also because I went into the show kind of knowing like I was like okay comics you know you know you know um but you know all that was fun okay so the next MCU show that we got was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier which I want to say came out around June but I can't say for sure oh no I'm totally wrong what am I even talking about it came out before that I think whatever regardless whenever it came out or maybe i'm right i I don't even know at this point regardless um the falcon and the winter soldier also an absolute hit for me um it was really nice kind of after seeing wandavision take a totally different approach to get right back into that action-centric universe so 
I've never mentioned it on this podcast before because I haven't really talked about Marvel at all, which let me just go ahead and say huge Marvel fan, huge MCU fan. So my favorite dynamics and characters and universe within the MCU is the Captain America franchise. And when I say that, I just kind of mean the Winter Soldier, like those characters. Um, So very much Steve, uh, Bucky, Sam, Natasha. Like, I love that group of four. I love those characters. Uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier is actually my favorite MCU movie, and it'll probably stay my favorite MCU movie. And that's simply just from the perspective. Like, as I've grown up, I've kind of learned to appreciate that movie a lot more. I think the storyline of it is the best. I love everything about it. I love all the dynamics that were created. I love the plot. I thought it was somewhat realistic. Like, I really just appreciated all components of that movie, and it's definitely one of the most enjoyable for me. Um, so yeah, that being said, I'm already very in- invested in the characters that come from the Captain America uh, side of the universe. Like, they're already very much my favorites. So when the Falcon and the Winter Soldier got announced, I was very, very excited. Um, this was around the time Bucky was kind of really growing in hype. Like, everybody was obsessed with Bucky, and for good reason, of course. Um, but everyone was all over that. I was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, he was all over my TikTok. Um, and of course I love Bucky, but I love Sam too. Like, I love both of those characters. I love their dynamic, and I'm so glad they literally got a show to themselves for that to be explored. I'm very excited to see what the future holds for both of those characters. I'm obviously so happy that Sam has the shield and everything and all of that good stuff. So it's going to be so great and so amazing to see how that plays out in whatever movie that will kind of get explored in more because of course The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is also a limited series. Um, But yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. I loved uh, the plot of this show. Obviously, um, I love following these more action-centric shows when it comes to Marvel because I think obviously that's their strong suit. It's worked for over a decade now, so they're going to continue with it. Um, You know, at the core of it, the plot is essentially pretty generic, especially compared to WandaVision, which was very out there and very different and something we'd never seen before, versus the Falcon and the Winter Soldier's plot was something we had seen before. It's like the very basic concept of kind of who they're going after and everything. However, I thought it was so enjoyable. I thought Bucky and Sam's dynamic was very much the heart of the show, and it was something I really appreciated, which kind of makes me even more excited to see how that plays out um, as it comes. It was definitely one of the shows I was the most excited to tune into week after week. Um, and I didn't mention this with WandaVision, it especially, uh, kind of goes hand in hand with WandaVision, but it goes for all of them. It was really fun keeping up with the theories on TikTok and kind of seeing, um, the hype and seeing, uh, what everyone was thinking about all the different things going on. And those were things that I just really enjoyed being a part of and being a part of those discussions. The TikToks, like I said, especially on WandaVision, but with all of them included, it was so fun to see what people were saying and everyone was just getting really into it. It was just such a peak in pop culture, like let's be honest, like WandaVision. Yeah. Okay, so after that we got Loki, which was of course fun because Loki is a great character in himself. Like I already really enjoy his character so I was very excited for his show 
in comparison to the other three shows for me, uh, I say this, but I don't even really mean it in a way that singles it out because it was really good and it was really good as a standalone show. However, compared to the other three shows we got from the Disney Plus MCU originals this past year, um, it was the weakest for me. It was a little bit boring from time to time. I did overall really enjoy it and I loved that we got another look at Loki and his character and as much as I did did just say kind of my thoughts on the show uh, I do agree that it was probably one of the most necessary shows in terms of moving the entire phase's plot just because we were finally just able to explain some of this multiverse time space whatever whatever like Loki did a lot for the plot um and this is obviously going to be a huge component of phase four of the MCU. Like this is a really big, really central part. So I think for all that being said, um, it's very, very important. So for that, I really appreciated it. Um, It was very upsetting to see a lot of people haven't even tuned in to Loki or some of the other um, MCU Disney Plus shows, uh, but they call themselves Marvel fans and continue going to the movies. Like everyone who's doing that, it is slowly going to stop making sense. Like, Loki perfectly explained a lot of the aspects that are going to be huge components of this phase, so I thought it was very necessary. Um, Sylvie as a character was just someone that I didn't really care for. Uh, The whole relationship idea between Loki and Sylvie was very weird to me, Um, just considering they're both two variations of a Loki. Like, they're literally the same thing. From one angle, I get it because the whole point of Loki as a character is that he's very much in love with himself, and this is literally a version of himself. But from the other standpoint, it's just kind of weird, so I didn't really like it. I found her character to be a little bit annoying. I didn't like, uh, you know, I don't really ever mean to kind of bug on the person acting it out, but I thought the line delivery was, I don't know if this makes any sense to anybody else, but the line delivery slightly annoyed me. Um, And her character just... I just wasn't the biggest fan. I didn't find their dynamic to be particularly intriguing or enjoyable. Uh, So all of that was kind of just a no for me. Like, wasn't really feeling it, wasn't really here for it. Um, It is what it is. But ultimately, I do really understand Loki's placement a lot. I think it was very important to move the plot. Uh, So for that reason alone, I really appreciate it and I did really enjoy this show. And finally, that brings us to Hawkeye, which obviously came out in December. So Hawkeye, I loved. I thought it was great. Like, I was so genuinely and pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. For one, I loved bringing in all of these characters from Daredevil, so everyone should go watch Daredevil now. Um... So I loved the incorporation of those characters that we're slowly bringing in. Um, I think that that was something that I didn't really expect them to do in such detail. So I loved all of that. Um, I also really surprisingly was just very pleasantly surprised with Clint's character. He's still not by any means my favorite, but I think 
Hawkeye being a show that came out was so necessary um, just for fans of the MCU to kind of see that character in another light because I feel like he was so ostracized to a certain degree just because obviously for the fact that one, no, he never got his own movie or anything, so he was an original Avenger, he was considered to be very important, but we never saw that as much of him, um, you know. So for that reason, and then of course the events that took place in Endgame, all of those components are what had people questioning Clint's character a lot, and I don't think necessarily all of it was fair. However, I was I will admit I was very much a part of that train, um, and I, I had a lot of those similar opinions. But something I really appreciated about um, getting this series is that we actually got to see you know, him in another light, and we got to see him get his own centric project, like, so I, I thought that was so necessary and so important to help build his character. Um, I loved seeing his dynamic with his family more, it was really interesting to see that his wife ended up being, you know, a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent and everything, so I'm excited to see how and when that plays out, because it's of course going to be necessary, they wouldn't have shared that if it wasn't going to be. I also love love loved the introduction of Kate Bishop I thought she was a great character I thought Haley Steinfeld was so perfect for that role and I thought uh it was literally perfect so I'm excited to because Hawkeye is also going to be a limited series so I'm very very excited to see uh you know if it's gonna be a movie that comes out with her um or, you know, whatever the case is. Uh, I really hope, you know, she kind of gets her own projects because she's such an enjoyable character. And I absolutely loved the dynamic between her and Clint. Like, it was very cute, very funny. Um, and Hawkeye was, I, I was so pleasantly surprised with this show. Like, I don't even know how many times I can reiterate it. I was so, so, so pleasantly surprised. Like, I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. It was probably the one that kind of kept me the most excited every week and I I really don't even know why something about it I just found so enjoyable I loved the plot the interactions between these characters and all of that also ever since Black Widow came out in theaters and we went to go watch that and ever since that post credit scene <clears throat> when we were kind of you know, alluded a little bit to the fact that Florence Pugh would be making an appearance as Yelena, of course, in Hawkeye. That kind of uh, fueled my excitement for the show even more. I was even more excited to see it come out, and I thought she did a great job. Like, I loved... Another dynamic I really loved and appreciated was between Yelena and Kate. Uh, it was very enjoyable to see, you know, both their characters are so different. I would love to see them in a movie together, and I think we can definitely expect that. So some of my favorite scenes from Hawkeye were between the two of them, or even just Yelena kind of forgiving Clint, and that entire montage and just moment in the finale was so incredibly beautiful, and I loved to see it. And it also really just expanded on the fact that Yelena loves Natasha so much, and that is so beautiful, and that love is so genuine and so sincere. So I really appreciated all those components, and I really enjoyed this show for what it was and what it did and everything of that nature. 
Um, like I said, Hawkeye is a limited series, so I would love to see when and in which movie these events will continue to play out. I think that that's so exciting and something that I'm heavily looking forward to. Um, and I forgot to mention when I was talking about Loki, Loki's the only one that got, that got renewed for a second season. I don't know why that's the case, because obviously all of these shows were immensely popular, WandaVision specifically, but all of them were very, very popular, very, very talked about. So I wonder what exactly was the reason that Loki got the, uh, renewing, I, the renewal, um, I personally, you know, don't think it would have hurt to have, you know, uh, all the characters, or sorry, not all the characters, all the shows be limited series, I felt like it would have been more consistent, um, however, we do have some other MCU Disney Plus shows coming out in the future, so those are all things to really look forward to, and, um, you know, I, I guess I wouldn't mind a low-key season two. Um, maybe they just don't know what movie to play it out into yet, kind of like how they have lined up for the other shows. So now let's get into my ranking. I don't know if it was made obvious or not, but the top one for me was definitely The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like I said, I think I have an immediate bias when it comes to the Captain America characters, um, and that's just simply the... Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I just loved the action-centric. I loved um, the action sequences. I loved seeing Bucky and Sam in more detail just because I love those characters literally beyond words. I love those characters like literally Stan. So I was very, very, very happy to see those characters delved into more. I loved their dynamics. Something so personal to me. Something so important to me. So that was definitely number one. Number two was WandaVision. And honestly, WandaVision is almost tied with Hawkeye. Hawkeye might be a little tiny step below, um, but let's talk about WandaVision for a second. Obviously, I already raved about the show in the beginning. WandaVision was definitely my most favorite phase of all of this, like the, t the point in time in which WandaVision was coming out. Literally not comparable to any of these other shows. Like, I was, I felt so great. It was the beginning of the year. 2021 had just started. It was big hopes, great things, um, peak online school, <laughs> um, you know, it, it was just such a fun time, like, this time in pop culture, every Monday, like, just on Twitter, um, it was just, everyone was buzzing, it was everywhere, it was literally everywhere, um, everyone was talking about it, everyone was swapping theories, it was just the most theorized about show, it was so, so, so good, cinematography, excellent, Wanda's character, excellent. The fact that we already know exactly where this story is going to continue playing out, excellent. The way that show was structured, the sitcom sitcomification of each episode to mirror different 80s and 90s sitcoms, excellent. Like, that is real artwork. It's just, they somehow managed to elegantly uh, just from a cinematography and a technical standpoint, WandaVision has to be number one, though. I will put that out there. Then Hawkeye, just talked about Hawkeye, absolutely loved it. For me, it gave me a chance to really, really um, reevaluate my opinions towards Clint, which I think is the entire point of a show like this. So for them to successfully get me to change my mind, like that's already 10 out of 10, thumbs up. Um, I absolutely loved, like out of all these shows, that we got character, you know, we got all character introductions and all of them, like, Kate Bishop is definitely the one that I'm taking and being, like, yes, I stand, yes, I love, so for that purpose alone, like, you know, this, uh, Hawkeye gave me a new character to fully be obsessed with and really look forward to in the MCU, 
absolutely obsessed with her. Just one of my favorites now. Yelena, of course, is one of my new age MCU favorites. I've made that so clear to like everyone I know. I'm absolutely obsessed with her. So from that angle, I'm so excited to see more of that. I'm so glad she got to come onto that show. I'm so glad we built this kind of um, dynamic between her and Kate. And I cannot wait to see how that gets explored uh, in the coming movies and projects from the MCU. And then lastly, we have Loki. Uh, like I said, don't have any kind of major issue with Loki. I thought it was so vital and so important to move the plot along. It just was not my favorite, simply because there was a couple components I didn't really like, and I also didn't really enjoy Sylvie as a character addition, uh, or this kind of like mini romance they tried to set up for Loki and Sylvie. Did not like that either. But just as a stand, like besides that, I did really enjoy it, and I am looking forward to season two. And I'm glad they explained a lot of things just to kind of foreshadow what's going to happen in the movies, especially with No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness and all that good stuff. So that's my ranking, um, just in terms of personal enjoyment. I absolutely loved all these shows, and I'm so glad they started doing this format. Um, and I think something I really appreciate about Disney Plus's structure is just the way that they went about releasing all of this. Obviously, the weekly basis for me is preferable. I love it. Uh, it kind of gives everybody a chance to not, you know, just binge it and spoil it. Um, it gives you a chance to take breathers, and not just breathers, but it's, it, you know, some people stay up whenever something premieres, and they watch the whole thing, and they start talking about it. This is a great way for almost everyone to always be on the same page, and yes, sometimes you won't be able to watch it immediately or whatnot, but you have just only one thing to watch per week, you know what I mean? Like, it's so much easier to keep up with, it's a way better way to avoid spoilers, you kind of know everyone is on the same page, and you're not like, oh, which episode are you on? I'm on this, you know what I mean? Um, so everyone's kind of on the same page with it, so I absolutely love it. Um, I, so I loved the weekly basis, I loved the time in between all of these shows, like I thought it was so perfectly placed throughout the year to keep people intrigued, to keep the movies going, and I know a lot of thought probably went into this to really figure out those logistics and all of that good stuff, and I thought that all the shows were so high quality, so... I, I have to just appreciate all of that for what it was. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was amazing. Brilliant. Amazing. Excellent. All the all those really good words. Um, but I just, I loved it. And I really hope they keep up with this format. I, I hope we can see more Disney Plus MCU original TV shows coming soon. Because I thought this was great. And I think they did a great job. And I think all these shows were successes. So the goal was totally accomplished. None of these flopped. And... I mean, that's essentially the entire point. All right, so that kind of brings us to the end of the episode. Um, I really actually enjoyed talking about this. I definitely need to start talking about Marvel more and throwing out an episode every time a movie comes out. Um, the two movies I really wanted to talk about were Black Widow and Far... Um, not Far From Home. I say that every time. Black Widow and No Way Home, which both came out while I was doing the podcast. I also wanted to talk about Shang-Chi um, and uh, Eternals which I did not get a chance to do, so that's upsetting, but I do want to try to be more on top of the Marvel stuff and definitely get the episodes out with my thoughts and opinions because I am very, very into the whole universe, so I would love to do all that. So hopefully in the 2022 season, I will get to more of those and actually be able to prioritize more, um, just depending on what's going on from week to week because, you know, things do get busy in the world of media. There's just constantly things coming out, so... 
yeah all right thank you everyone so much for listening i hope you enjoyed hearing my thoughts on the 2021 uh marvel disney plus original shows um don't forget to hit the follow button hit the notification bell check out the links all that great stuff and that's pretty much it so until next time bye Thank mm-hmm. you.